This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. Your war room for insider news and draft analysis from deep within the confines of Cowboys headquarters at the Star in Frisco. The Dallas Cowboys select Layton Vanderhead. And now, your hosts, Dane Brugler. David Hellman and Brian Broadus. Well, well, welcome back to the draft show here at the SWBC Mortgage Studios. It's your scouting buddies. We're back at the star here in Frisco. Brian Broadus joined with my scouting friend again, Dane Brugler and David Hellman. Gentlemen, welcome back. Excited to be back. Excited to have my tape machine back so I can watch some tape. You know? Is it, I kind of miss that when I go away trip, for though. a week. It was a good trip. Get tired of roughing it in the uh, Candlewood Suites. Yeah, I love the Candlewood Suites, though. I do. We it, did some. We did some fine work at the Candlewood Suites. There's a lot to learn. A lot to learn. Did you have one main takeaway from the trip to Mobile this year? You know what? The roster was really good. Yeah, I like the roster. I, you know, I, I think that Jim Nagy has done a fine job. Heck yeah, I really, really do. And, and you know, the majority of these players in this draft is going to be junior heavy kind of you know guys. But I felt like you saw some of the best senior players in the country playing at this place. No question. And this year, just whatever reason, we saw fewer dropouts than yeah. we usually do. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen from Kentucky, yeah. he pulled out, but being a projected top five, top seven pick, not a big surprise. Uh, some other guys uh, didn't were no-shows. But for the most part, this is the best collection of talent overall that we've seen at the Senior Bowl in a number of years. Absolutely. And, yeah, that's the great thing about it. I love going down there. I love evaluating that. So, And I want to get into that, too. I want to put a bow on that. Yes. Because I know you and I, well, we've all talked about this. You know, you, you had some ideas going in about this, some things to look for. I want to see if some of these questions got answered about these players. Uh, you know? That's, yeah, exactly. And, we, because, again, this, is, this whole thing, and again, we don't discriminate here. You know, this is, yeah, we might be a Dallas Cowboy-based podcast here. But we talk about players, you know, and I want to make sure we all can, of all of them. I want to make sure we talk about all the players, you know. I, I'm not interested. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm interested in what the Cowboys are going to do, but I'm also interested in what the Buccaneers are going to do. And you'll find that out. You carry along with us, and we get to the draft those three days. Nobody covers the NFL draft better than us. I, I'm I'm just I, you know, Mayock's not even going to be doing it this yeah, year, well, so we're definitely number yeah. One. So that's you know, I mean, I'm we're way better than patting those guys. myself on the back here. But you 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 stay along with us, folks, and you guys that have been with us understand that. And the new ones, we welcome you. Again, if you're a Falcons fan, Buccaneers fan, Chargers fan, whatever, we're, we're, hey, we don't discriminate here because we're going to talk about players, and we're going to talk about players a, a, a lot, and uh, I'm excited about that. As always, uh, Kent Garrison is executive producing this fine program today. Uh, we are, uh, again, presented by Miller Lite, uh, you know, again, in the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Uh, you can get a hold of us maybe at the second half of the show. We'll take us some calls, maybe. You know, I want to get into some positions. Maybe. Maybe. You know, I, if you call and Kent feels like he needs to put you on, he'll get you through. Please be nice to Kent. But, you know, I, I want to get into the second half some 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 positions. There's some deep positions here, and I want to get in some names. I, I, and they're first-round names. I'm going to talk about first-round names, you know. I'm going to talk about all these players. I want to do it. But first, Dane, I want you to go through. You had some questions about this. And let's see if we got some of our Senior Bowl questions answered uh, as we uh, made our week at Mobile. Yeah, and I think some of the key storylines, uh, uh, key subjects that we were talking about going into the week – 
Yeah, let's review them, see what we learned. Maybe yeah. some questions unanswered, some questions answered. Uh, let's start with Washington State's Andre Dillard. Okay. Uh, offensive tackle. I thought he was the top offensive lineman. Uh, at the Senior Bowl? At the Senior Bowl. Top right. senior offensive lineman. Uh, did he live up to that? Did Does he leave the week still as a top offensive lineman among the seniors? Uh, any strong opinion on that, Brian? Yeah, I, I do have an opinion because I felt I felt like that watching Dalton Reisner play, mm-hmm. I kind of felt like he was one of my top guys. Okay, I really did as a li- tackle. Yeah, as a tackle, I really liked him. I'll tell you another guy that impressed me, boys, is Eric McCoy, the center from Texas A and M. Absolutely. You know, I, I didn't expect Eric McCoy. I wasn't going into thinking, oh, hey, I'm going to see a center here. I saw a guy that got some push. I saw a guy that could play second level. Yeah. I saw a guy that didn't get knocked around. You know, I was impressed with him. I, you know, uh, Chris Lindstrom was a guy, too, that I looked at, Boston College. I kind of had a, a, a good opinion about him. But you know what, though? There were times where he didn't show me enough. Mm-hmm. So there, there were guys I was going in thinking that, okay, this is going to be my guy. And then, lo and behold, two, three other guys show up that felt like played a little bit better. You know, with this group, did, did it did it appear to you, Dave, that anything did any offensive lineman, the kid from USC, stood out too? Oh uh, yeah, Chuma Adoga. Yeah, you you just okay. did I kill you on one? Well, there? I was going to ask you a question, and I think you just answered it. Yeah, because it from my perspective, is there a higher riser than Risner? Like he's a guy. I wasn't hearing a lot about, which granted, there might be some talk about him playing another position. That I, and I honestly, I still like him at a better position or a different yeah. position. Yeah, uh, but you see him you, as a center. I yeah, I, I see him as a center. He yeah. played center his entire life, yeah. and then until his sophomore year at Kansas State, and they moved yeah. him outside of right tackle. Yeah, you know, and I, he doesn't. He looks like a center. Just yeah. you know, he's got the barrel chest. He's yeah. got uh, you know, just looking at him, he has a, he has the look of a center. Right, but he held his own at yeah. tackle. I mean, Absolutely. I give him that. Yeah. Yeah, I still, if I'm projecting forward long term, I like him best inside. Um, I, I there are some NFL teams that will disagree. They're going to keep my tackle yeah. until he right proves tackle he can't probably. Do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's never played left tackle. Yeah, so, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, I think right tackle is probably where he's. How much did he help be. his stock last week? I, I think he because he he went into the week as a kind of divisive player because yeah. some people really liked him, some people were yeah. <clears throat> kind of questioning him. I think he swayed some of the doubters. Um, and so I think he went from a, you know, possible late second, early third to a, you know, early second, yeah. maybe gets into the first round. Yeah. I think that's certainly possible. I but, loved like everything I saw from him in a non-football aspect. I loved too. like, yeah, he's oh, yeah. the enthusiastic guy. He chased it, it, down yeah. John Elway yeah. to like, you know, yeah. basically fanboy. Yeah. And, and he's got like a mean streak. I, yeah, I was impressed with him. But then the reason I say you answered my question is obviously yeah. everybody's talking about the USC kid coming out of that. Yeah, he, the, the footwork was incredible for that kid. Easy foot quickness. Yeah, and you know, thinking about the USC offense this year, uh, it was a lackluster performance uh, by that offense, and the offensive line was a big part of that. Right, and so kind of removing him from that bad situation with the Trojans. Right, and getting a chance to go, you know, because offensive line play, it's a unit. You know, right. it's not. It's hard to uh, really remove him until you get to a senior bowl uh, setting and he's going doing one-on-ones against pass rushers and no one's beating him around the edge. No, no, nobody could get around him though. And no one's bullying him. Nobody. Exactly. He's got the core strength. He uses his hands. Well, he's got length. The foot quickness is easy. Uh, he moves so well, though. Yeah, That's he, does. he just relaxed. He never looked like he was pressured or frazzled by the way he was when they were one-on-one 
pass rushing him. And he's not he's not even six four. He's yeah. six three and three quarters. Yeah. But he's got thirty five inch arms. Yeah. And he can keep him off him though. Exactly. So I think when we going back to the original question, yeah. Andre Dillard. I think people caught up to him. Okay. If that's what you want to say. Yeah, if you want to say, I'll say that. I think I think that Dillard. I don't think Dillard was terrible, mm-hmm. but I I saw other guys that I'm thinking, okay, well, I need to I need to catch up with this guy. I need to catch up with this guy. Okay, well, yeah. I, if you had to say your top three senior offensive linemen right now, where does Dillard fall in the top three? Is Reisner ahead of him? I got Reisner ahead of him okay. right now. I do as a tackle. As a tackle, okay. yeah, I do. I I, I still lean Dillard, um, but you know I. I think Reisner helped himself, no question. Um, Garrett Bradbury, yeah, from NC State, yeah, who we both really like. I tell you what, now Bradbury, I I, I watched him on tape this morning, mm-hmm. and and I, I'll tell you what though, former tight end. There's there's some there's some traits there where you're going. This guy, I mean, some of these centers that have been selected in the late in the late well middle of the late one, I think he's just as good. Mm-hmm. You know. Who was the kid I was talking about last year that I, I brought up to you in the in the pre-show meeting there? James Daniels. James Daniels, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Guy snatching three techniques. He went second level block early second round of the yeah. Bears. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. How, how did he do this year? I'm, uh, I, really I had like a first him. round grade on him though. That's that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the athletic ability we, with that. We, we thought he could go as early as the teens. Yeah, we talked know. about him as a possibility at 19. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so I think. You know, with Bradbury, he's not going to be a fit for everybody. More, I think, more of his own blocking such a scheme. Good athlete. He, he, oh, he's a ridiculous athlete. Again, former second tight end. level, cutting people in half. You know, well, yeah. it's funny because he he always wanted to play tight end. You know, he yeah. kind of pushed away the thought of moving the offensive line. Right. He finally moves the offensive line, right. and he kind of once he embraced the position, uh, he really came into his own. And he's the top center this year. Right. And you know, I think he's a top fifty draft pick. So Dillard, Bradbury, Reisner. Maybe those are the top three senior offensive tackles for yeah. me. But Ch- Chuma Adoga definitely is. Adoga, yeah, keep an eye on him, though. He's he on was, the He rise. would have probably been a good, uh, he'd have been a good tell me more guy. Yeah. You know, we'll get that going well, after the combine. Future kids trying to decide whether or not to go to the senior bowl. Yeah. Look at a guy like Adoga, the way he can help himself. And, yeah. you know, he's going to, he made some money based on what he did in Mobile. What other questions you got there? Uh, small school guys, you yeah. know, non FBS players. I, Going back to the fall, my top three uh, small school guys were Nasir Adderley at one, Delaware safety. Yeah. I thought that nothing changed there. No. Uh, Titus Howard, the tackle from Alabama State. Boy, he played well. Good feet. Yeah. Another former tight end. Absolutely. Um, and then third was Kalen Saunders from Western Illinois. And to Acrobatic. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to me, those top three didn't change. I, those are the top yeah. three small school guys. A couple of the guys stood out for me, but the top three for me uh, has not changed. It, you agree with the top three? Yeah, another guy I, I think there? with Adderley, I you know, <laughs> we're looking at Adderley as first round pick. I have him, I think, in the twenties on my board. So I think he certainly this, could go. This goes, which I, I I trust your evaluations completely. This goes back to the point I made last week: is like when you're talking purely senior bowl guys, right? You, recency bias, I guess. You know, you're like, well, this is the best guy at the Senior Bowl. He's probably a first round pick, and that's not always true. So I'm always trying to judge. Like, I'm interested to see how he stacks up once you start looking at the bigger picture. I, it, the question is, is he where does he stack with the safeties? Because I, to me, he's the top safety this year, and yeah, he's going to be yeah, competing yeah. with Deontay Thompson from Alabama, Taylor Ratt from Washington. Where does he fit? I don't think there's going to be consensus. I think he'll be the top safety for some teams. 
other teams might prefer one of those other guys. The fact that people were, were that, that he could play in the slot, the interception he got in that game was playing in the slot. Yeah. You know, and he, he he had some trouble at times during one on ones with right. some of the receivers. Penny Hart got him a couple of times. Penny Hart got a lot of people exactly, though. Yeah. exactly. And it's yeah. talk about small school guy. I was say yeah. he had a nice week. Yeah, yeah. Penny, Penny Hart. You know, scouts know Penny Hart. You know Penny Hart. Guys like me coming to the party right now are learning about Penny Hart. And he, I think he played better than most expected too, though. Um, you know, he he's a guy that he splashes a freshman uh, yeah. at at Georgia State, and yeah. then you know he 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 looked okay the past few years, but. You know, he really made his presence known uh, with what he did this past week in Mobile. Uh, another wide receiver, Keelan Doss from UC Davis, a guy who he's not going to run really well or not going to run exceptional, but he's such a polished route runner. Right. He just has like a keen understanding of how to uncover. You know, he knows how to, he knows how to play, uh, get wide receivers, get their hips turned, uh-huh. uh, get them leaning, uh, and he gives a, a target to his quarterback. And he's got strong, sticky hands. So I think Keelan Doss is a guy who at the combine. Probably not going to show out, but what he did at the Senior Bowl is going to help him. You wouldn't, I mean, the Old Dominion kids do anything for you at all? Uh, I like I like the wide receiver, Fulgham. Fulgham? Um, yeah, I think he's he's got an interesting story because he, he didn't play football until I think his junior year in high school. He's yeah. a basketball guy. Uh-huh. I, he's just coming into his own. I, he's an ascending player. Yeah. I was just kind of like you said. I, Doss was really interesting to me. We've talked a bunch about Andy Isabella, though. Yeah, you know, UMass. So you don't really well, have to go that route on that. I mean, the, how about okay? Uh, we Parham the safe. Uh, he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt, so we couldn't see him play in the in the actual uh, game itself. Okay, what other question you have there? Well, that kind of transitions to yeah. Who was the top wide receiver in Mobile? Uh, uh, you know, talking yeah. about Andy Isabella. I Debo Samuel kind of stole. The top spot. He him. stole the practices for sure. Yeah, he did. They, and they tried to target him in the game, and they couldn't get they him tried. the ball. Yeah, they couldn't get him the ball. Yeah, one catch for fifteen yards. Yeah, and it, it really it wasn't a lack of trying there. I mean, but they they tried to target the, the guy that the guy that showed up was Hunter Renfro. Shocking. Hunter Renfro showed up. Yes. Andy Isabella showed up. Mom hands. Yeah, mom hands. D- Dane sounds exasperated. He's like, "Yeah, I know." No, well, it's just he's a guy that you're gonna count out and you know but he's gonna be uh a day three draft pick and Renfro you're talking about right Clemson yeah but Debo's gonna be a day two draft pick and he slapped everybody okay let me ask you this Dave slapping guys up and down the field all week if Dane told you you could get him at 58 are you considering that I'm not considering anything I'm doing it I'm there. I'm okay. at the podium. Okay. Yes. You're going to do that. You're going to go receiver Look, at 58. I'm going to apologize. Obviously, and this will change. We don't know what free agency holds for the Cowboys. Sure. Cole Beasley might be back on this team, in yeah. which case I'm not drafting a receiver at 58. But right If you now, had to go draft a receiver I'm, at 58, you would I'm draft him. I'm going to beat that drum until I can't do it anymore. Like, that's just, I've decided to do it. That might be a journey that I take on my own, and that's okay. This guy's a hell of a football player. But, and and yeah. I, I went back and watched the South Carolina tape. I mean, he he plays with a lot of guts, and he can play. He does. He does. I it mean, they're, it's raining, and he's. I mean, he's. You know, they're throwing the ball. He, he threw a touchdown pass in the Georgia game. Yeah, he's going up against Baker. He's running routes against him. Good competition. Mm-hmm. He can play big, like he can do the back shoulder stuff. In oh the yeah, end zone. They, he can play yeah, outside. Yeah. He can play built inside. like a running back. Yeah. He's yeah. five eleven and a half, two hundred sixteen pounds. Uh, so he's built like a running back. Really thick, physical. Yeah. Um, and he also return man. Yeah. Uh, I think he has tied the SEC record with four uh, returns over his career for touchdowns. So 
versatile, can help you in a lot of ways, and oh, really so, good as a yak throw. So he could yeah. replace he could replace your slot receiver and your punt returner. Absolutely. Talk about okay. Tavon Austin. Yeah, absolutely. Nowhere, nowhere near as fast. Don't care. This guy's good looking physically too. Yeah. You know. He didn't look slight and small and all that. No, so no. he he's he's a good looking kid. I go and I go I can't, you know, I, I come at it from the fans' perspective. Y'all are the analysts. Hmm. I, I Dane you know, is. I go in stages <laughs> of having like draft crushes. Like, you know, uh yeah. it was Laquan Treadwell at this time yeah. three years ago. Like, you're wearing that albatross, aren't you? I, of course. Oh yeah. I mean, we all not, wear them. You're not always gonna be right. No, I'm you're wearing a lot I got a lot of them around right. my neck. But and in January of twenty nineteen Debo's my guy. I'm sure I'll have another guy a month from now, but I really like Debo. DJ Moore had a pretty decent rookie season. That's all I'm saying. Oh, he did. So how about Sills? Yeah, West Virginia. I'm telling you, this is this is this year's Cooper Cup. Mm. You know, and I and I hey, I, yeah, I, I'm not doing this because of white wide receiver to white wide receiver. I'm not doing that. I'm just talking about a guy that could separate. A guy that can go get the football. You see that back shoulder catch he made in that game the other day? Yeah. He, he, he and the, side, the, the, the extend sideline catch? You guys are getting on me about things. this cat. I'm just telling you. This guy's Who's be, getting on you about him? Dane we, gives me that look. barely talked no, about No, no, Dane. I, yeah, I've been with Dane long enough to know when he gives me that look. Scouts give looks like that to each other all the time. Like, are you kidding? He's <laughs> being polite. It's fine. No, nah, he could be not, mean. I don't no, care. I, I, we just, you like him a lot more than I do. I, with Sills, I think he needs, I worry about the play strength. I think he gets out muscled a lot. I think that's going to really. He catches everything thrown his direction. He, for a former quarterback, he is, does a really nice job judging the football and finishing. He yeah. does. No question. Yeah. I just. He made that, that, that quarterback there at West Virginia throwing him the ball. He helped him, no question. I, I think he. I'm not even sure he's the best West Virginia wide receiver in this draft. Oh, I don't know. Gary Jennings had a heck of a week. Yeah, uh, in Mobile, I, I like Gary Jennings a lot. I, Why didn't I notice Gary Jennings more then? Maybe I wasn't scouting well enough. Oh, right, number twelve. There's two hundred. I guys saw. Out there he, oh, he caught a nice. I did, he did catch a nice in the game though. They found him though on a. On a he ran right yeah. through. I mean, right through the coverage to get and to, to snatch a ball down the, the field. The difference between, t- for me, between Sills and like a Cooper Cup is the route running. I, I and I'm I, not doing it again because of no, I know, the, I know. The skin color. I'm, I, I'm just saying the type of player he is. I, I just for everybody loses their mind out there. Sills as a route runner just needs a lot of work for me, and I just I don't know. I, the finish though, Dane. The finish. He, he, he yeah, he does a nice job. You, th- you don't think he, you don't think he I like es- him. You don't think he could escape in the NFL? I like him. I just don't like. I don't see him as a top 100 pick. Okay. Which Cooper Cup absolutely was. Yes. Cooper Cup's a really good player, too. Yeah, not too bad. I'm just talking about finish, catch the ball. He does those Be things. tough. Yep, he you does. Know, he, Dane's tell me body size and all that stuff like that. One more question for me, man. All right, well, we got to talk about the quarterbacks. Uh, you mm. know, I, I thought the heavyweight match was Drew Locke, Daniel Jones. Who would look better? And I don't think either really looked great. You nervous about that one? I, well, it's just it's the, the, the process of figuring out these quarterbacks is... You know, last year I think we had a good feel. You know, we loved Arnold, we loved Baker. Uh, you know, some questions about Allen, some questions about Lamar Jackson. But you know, we had a good feel for those guys. I thought pretty early in the process, or you know, at least by March. I think it's going to take the entire process to figure these guys out fully. Uh, trying to be optimistic about them. I'm not. I'm not here for that. I'm going to ask you a question that you hate. He's not here for that. I like that. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate this question, and I'm, that's why I'm going to ask it. 
If you need to wait real quick, you need a quarterback, you nervous in this thing? You better be. Yeah, and you that's my be. point. Absolutely. Oh, so that whole thing about trading Dak for the for Tim. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yo, Which, you're, are you going to bring that up? We don't, do we want to do that today? Because no, like, no, we could no, go for not, an hour. Oh, no, that's an hour show. That's an hour show. We let somewhere Stephen Thomas is. I really is smiling. Me, Broadus and I had a fascinating conversation yesterday. Oh, about, he's in on it because I called him up on the way home last night. Which and talked okay, about it. We don't. We don't need to do that right now. Why don't you tease it for one day? But I. It is a fascinating conversation to be had about what's the best way to win in the NFL. Right. Cheap quarterback. Cheap quarterback. How do you? you know, is there a team? That has the guts to recognize yeah, that. Yeah, a team that the owner is the general and manager. And not pay the quarterback, which, like, that sounds terrible. I am a big Dak Prescott fan. I'm all in favor of the Cowboys paying him. Right. There, but, is, there is an argument to be made but, You, if you trust yourself to find another one. If you got Dane Brugler's in your room. Then you could sustain success over a long period of time by not paying a quarterback, which... Goes back to my question again. We can we can go into full. Oh no, that'd be a, that'd that. be a full another show for that one. Day. But how many quarterbacks in this draft class would you feel comfortable drafting in the top ten? One, one, one. And I don't even honestly, I don't even feel great about that. You don't feel great about Haskins. I like Haskins. I don't love him. I great. Was, okay, great might be a stretch, but I I feel relatively confident that he's going to be a good player based on basically nothing. <laughs> one, I, but I just one I don't quarterback. Know. Uh, Only one. And I don't even feel great about that. I don't, I mean, I like Dwayne Haskins, but. So he ain't making that trade? No. God, do what? No. All right. Well, I, and I, do you really, like, nothing, no offense against this group, but do you trust them to pick a quarterback at 10 overall? If That's, I was picking in that room, you shouldn't trust me. No, I mean, this. Yeah, for sure. This team tried to draft Paxton Lynch and Connor Cook before they fell into Dak Prescott. That Ooh. is a decent, <laughs> although I will say. Oh, yeah. That is a good point. They, they tried everything possible to not draft Dak. Uh, the true. But. Then they fired the guy that helped draft him. Their track record in the first round is really good. Like, how do you weigh that out? I mean, because okay. quarterback's a different animal. I, exactly. You have to remove quarterback from the conversation. And I don't know, if Ooh. there's a quarterback right. that's available at 10, there's probably a reason he's there. Well, luckily. So if you're a team. Eight, seven, six. All right. If you're a team that needs quarterback. Okay. Let's do any team. You're, you're not. If you're any team. You're, you're Jacksonville. You're not. You're just going to. You're just not going to. You're going to draft one of these guys. No, I, I, there's a good chance the Giants pass. No, there's well, a good chance the Jaguars go with a Foles or Flacco option. I was gonna yeah. say, like, and it's already oh, made. It's frustrating because I want the answers now. Yeah, but like, it, this is all gonna change in two months. Like, somebody nope, that needs we'll a quarterback right now won't need one in mid March. I'm, I'm working on. I have a mock coming out on Monday, day after the Super Bowl, and I don't, I, I don't know what to do with these quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Kyler Murray is the ultimate wild card. Gotcha. Daniel Jones got, received a first round grade from the advisory committee. Yeah. Drew Locke, uh, I've heard a lot of positive reports from scouts. Yeah. They're, they're optimistic about him. And then you have Dwayne Haskins. So yeah. four quarterbacks, good chance they all go first round. Yeah. But you're no, not feeling like, great about it. Is, it's, I, I'm sorry. And I have, I have barely seen any of these guys other than like, you know, I watched a lot of Ohio State football in the fall yeah. and I was at the Senior Bowl. So I saw Jones and Locke, but yeah. like, no way. Yeah, no, not right. first quarterback round. desperation does not take a year off. It, it doesn't, but that's the that's the point. Is well, like, yeah, I need to take a, I need to take a, a, way, a little way off here. I got to go to break real quick. I know we need to go to break, yeah. but keep that in mind because the quarterback class next year looks real, real good. Yeah, always does. Yeah, always yeah, does when point. you have, especially you need point. a quarterback. All right, when we come back, we're going to take your questions. My favorite segment. It's called Twitter on the twenty. So stay tuned. 
Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, renews monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. If you folks could just hear the conversations uh, we have in the break, maybe you can. I never know. Sometimes they can. Sometimes they can, and then Try they remind us. Keep the expletives to a minimum. Crap unplugged. Yeah, yeah. I'm dropping F-bombs in the break and stuff like that. Uh, that is uh, Dane Brugler to my right, to the left on your screen. Dave Hellman across the way. Kent Garrison, executive producing. I want to thank uh, Miller Lite as the uh, presenting sponsor here in SWBC Mortgage for allowing us to have this studio that we do. I want to thank also the folks out there on Periscope. Really, really do appreciate uh, you guys uh, hanging with us, you know, whether at work, break, wherever you are, across across the pond somewhere. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and uh, thank you for your uh, your your, uh, your viewing of us. And, uh, and we appreciate you guys that listen to us later, too, you know, on uh, the various platforms that we have it, it means a lot to us the comments mean a lot to us uh, we go and check those all the time so you know we uh, again we we love uh, we love being a part of this and we love you guys hanging out with us uh something i really do love i'm loving a lot of things today david hellman i'm loving some twitter on the tw- twitter let's on the go tw- uh this is this is fitting because we just sort of talked about it so i have a an inkling of where we're gonna go here but clark wants to know clark who do we clark you serious clark you serious clark who do we think will be the biggest reach in this draft? 
Oh! Yeah, we're just getting into the meat of it in January. It's I fine. love this. I think it starts with, I mean, it's quarterback. Got to be right? Right. quarterback, it's isn't it? Um, I don't know. Kyler Murray goes number one overall. <laughs> I mean, like, there's a groundswell of opinion that Kyler Murray's a If top he goes to the Raiders yeah. at four, is that a reach? I think so, but, I, you know, he's a, he's a true wild card because, I mean. Am I crazy if I'd ra- like, I think I'd rather take a chance that Kyler Murray's not a reach than one of these senior bowl guys. I get it. Like you're going with the higher going, upside. Going with the higher upside. Boom like, bust. I know reward. it is such a mistake to associate a program with a player. I get that. I understand. But like all I can think about is Blaine Gabbert. That's you, all I can think about. You guys are gonna Dane, you're not gonna like me for this, but I think that Florida defensive end polite. polite. If somebody takes him in the first round, I think he's got heartbreaker written all over him. Boy, I might get in trouble for saying that. No, I mean, no, no. Hey, I mean, I might get in trouble that he might that he might turn out to be Joey Bosa. I don't think it'd be Bosa, but you never said Joey Bosa was going to be a heartbreaker. I never. You did. just said I had, him, was... I had him as a top ten player on my thing. Yeah, people I, act like I hated this. the guy. I wouldn't be shocked if polite to try polite is the player we're talking about. Yeah, Florida. If he had double digit sacks his rookie year, Ooh. Ooh. would not be surprised. See, this is this is the fun thing that, that this is the fun side of, of scouting when you have one guy that kind of I have a, I have a second round grade on him and you've got him in your top twelve, right? Uh, top fifteen, yeah, something like that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I just it's got to be a quarterback because I think we would. How about all... Oliver? Oliver, the defensive tackle from Houston. Yeah, I mean, I think you could justify it in the top ten. I mean, that's... but people are going to th- compare him. Did but, you see? Yeah. Lance Zerline talking about moving him to linebacker. Yeah, and it's not crazy. Like people need yeah. to keep an open mind with. No, no, no. Always, I, always keep an open mind. I was scouting. Not, always. I, I was not bringing it up to suggest that it's crazy. I thought right. it was interesting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think it's scouts are kind of they, they don't know what to do with that Oliver because he's when they went through Houston in October, he was two hundred seventy four pounds. Yeah, and looking at his body type, they really question can he hold two eighty uh, comfortably? Yeah, and so. Is he a true interior player in the NFL? Can he? I mean, it's a big jump facing AAC offensive lines compared to NFL offensive lines. Or would he be better? I mean, I think he can do it, but is he better suited trying to drop some weight and playing in a different position? I don't think he's an end because I don't think he, he doesn't no. have the length. When long arm blockers get into him, mm-hmm. he struggles. So I don't think he's a defensive end. I'm keeping him as close to the ball as possible. But I understand those are keeping an open mind about maybe move him around a little bit. So, I look, I, I get it. People, the Ed Oliver discussion, debate, it's going to get tired after a little bit. But I think he's a good football player who I'm just keeping as close to the ball as possible. And I understand the concerns. Uh, he's not Aaron Donald. But he, it's an injustice to, for him because people are going to expect Aaron Donald like production and performance. And that's just not who he is. You never got to scout Leroy Glover, did you? That was before my time. That was, that was me. That was my era. My guy. Yeah, Leroy Glover though is he'll he be was compared, a Pro Bowl player. He was at for three years in a row here. Yeah, you think that's Ed Oliver? You know what? It, 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 in the way you describe Ed Oliver, and I, I've seen the player. I mean, it, he reminds me he's got some traits like the change of direction. Mm-hmm. You know, the ability to chase, defeat blocker right off the snap. Those are the things Leroy Glover was able to do. Leroy, Leroy Glover though wasn't a f- top ten pick. Well, that's. I've but he, but you know he he played he played he was a like a three technique under tackle that Bill Parcells put at nose and he made the Pro Bowls a nose as usual at this time of year I've seen him slotted everywhere between like fifth overall and the back end of the first round so see that's what I'm saying that might Glover be one of the fifth rounder yeah San Diego yeah. State no and I think you know I was talking I was doing um, 
uh, Browns radio this morning and talking about one their of options the, at 17. One of the thousand radio shows you do a day. I, know, I try to cut down. Uh, <laughs> I got to get some work done. At 17, I mentioned Ed Oliver as a real possibility. Yeah. And they're like, what? No, he's yeah. a top 10. Uh, he yeah. could easily be there yeah. at 17. And yeah. if he is, he'd be, that'd be a not, not okay. a bad fit for them. Pol- more, okay, is he the polarizing player on defense? Is he the one that's going to be if we have if we have uh, the quarterback the Oklahoma quarterback Kyler Murray as the offensive guy who is who's the defensive guy I don't know you just you think Polite's a bust and he thinks he's a rookie of the year I didn't so. call him a bust I said I thought he was like a second round guy Yeah I mean I think he's in that mix I mean I think Dexter uh, Lawrence the, Dexter Lawrence you know, is Clemson. Clemson that's yeah. another one people yeah. are going to be all over the map on yeah. him yeah. I have a second round grade on him Yeah. Uh, oh, I do too. So I, he might end up like one of those Washington guys. You know, the, the, the Redskins strapped those Alabama kids. Right. And next thing you know, they're like playing pretty he, well. He's going to test well. So yeah. no, I think this this draft. I, we don't say this every year, but it, I mean, this draft more than other drafts, I think, is more wide variance of opinions on a lot of you know. There's no yeah. clear cut. Yeah, he's the top this, or you know, he's not. He's the top pass or I think Nick Bosa is the top pass rusher, but he's the top tackle. He's the top wide receiver. He's the top tight end. There's a lot of differing opinions. You know, Noah Fant, TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Which one do you prefer? So I think there's a lot. Who's the top linebacker? Is it Devin White? Which, okay, you're giving me you're giving me an, a segue here. Which okay, we're, trying, we're trying to get to the people's questions. So uh, yeah, yeah, we sorry. no, that was a great we conversation. A th- we need a three hour show. We Derek. <laughs> Ministro says Ministro or is it Maestro? It says Ministro. Ministroni. Oh. I like it when people use their real names, but it's okay. I do, yeah, I do too. Uh, Pre combine, he says. Pre combine, we're there. Best slot, best tight end, best three tech. Best tight end in the draft? That's what he says. CJ Hawkinson. Yeah, it's Hawkinson. Iowa. Iowa. Or Fant, depending on which Iowa one you want. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which one you want. And Fant, Fant's going to blow up at the combine. Yeah, he's going to jump 41 yeah. inches and he's going to test really well. Yeah. I think TJ Hawkinson is the best tight end in the Hawkinson draft. Hawkinson is, yeah. But both tight ends could easily go in the first round, which has never happened before, you know, from the same program. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, so now that's a possibility. Top slot. That's. I mean, I think some of these wide receivers could play in this slot, but if we're talking about a true slot player, it's got to be your guy at, at UMass, right? I don't know. Do you consider Debo Samuel a slot? See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the, I, well, I, I love. I love. I would take Samuel over. That's the is Isabella like, every day. I mean, that's that's tough because you're talking about well, he can do both or right. a true slot receiver. Yeah. AJ Brown at Ole Miss. That's all yeah, he did. Was that's all he, all he did was he's absolutely right about that. Well, I mean, you know, I think he can project outside, but you could just plug him in a slot and you'd be okay. Yeah. So I, you know, I think the slot question's a little. It's a little tough because I think a lot of these guys could play in the slot just fine. Uh, I mean, even a guy like Nikhil Harry played in the slot in college. Yeah. He could do it. Yeah. So tall guy doing that though. But if we're talking about a slot only, yeah. Isabella, yeah, Isabella then Hart, Penny Hart, yeah, I would say both those guys I think are right there. What about the three tech, Oliver? It's got to be Oliver right now, right? What are you going to play, Gary? He's he's an edge. I don't. You, I don't. You're not going to play him. You're going to try and play. No, him. There's zero tape on him inside. I don't zero. Know. You're projecting guys to play that. You're 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 projecting a wide receiver at Georgia to play corner. But why are we moving him inside? <laughs> why are we moving him inside? I'm just asking. Why are we moving him inside? I don't know, man, because he's 285 pounds, and I see how he wins on the first step. Yeah, he's got, but he's got the. Well, you see him as a right end or a left end? I, he can play either. He's got the power. He plays with quickness. I mean, why why can't he not play either side? See, I, I'm okay with that, but I think though, I, I you look I, upset. I yeah, I am upset. I thought I saw it. There were some snaps where they they reduced him down inside. 
I'm gonna say it was against Northwestern or somebody like that. I, he was he played, okay. I'm not I'm not trying to just guess. No, I, I mean he, he played something like like 97 percent snaps as an end, as an end, something yeah, like that. Yeah. So he did. There were a few snaps inside, but predominantly he is a, he's a really good player too. Brian, you're gonna hate this question from Brad, which is why I want to projecting really fast wide receivers to play corner. Nicole Hartman, <laughs> Hartman. I he's a I good know player, I know way. you're gonna hate this. Yeah, Brad says you've got a D tackle. A tight end and a safety. All similarly rated, available at 58. Uh-huh. Just pie in the sky. Uh-huh. This is Cowboys, Which, right? Yeah, sure. It's all Cowboys, right? Who are you taking? Defensive tackle. Didn't even hesitate. Yeah. This team's got issues there. Are, is that They have issues there. Is that, David, don't re, don't is that, act like it is. Is that recency bias because they got no, owned by the Rams? Not at all. Look at, look you don't at, think they played look, well more often than not during look, the season? Yeah, but look at the condition of the. Okay, do you want to continue to go on with Reed, Ross? No, a banged up and whose contract is up next year. Do you want to keep moving Crawford inside to tackle? I do not. Okay, but I also you better, you better figure out what's and da- and David Irving gave you absolutely nothing this year. I really like the idea of having a better safety back there, though. Oh, we could get one from the Great Northwest if you want. <laughs> Whose home he's is not, here. He's not from the Great Northwest. Well, he, he's from right he, here. He made a career playing in the Great Northwest. Uh, well, okay, but that's we're just assuming the team is the team right now. What do you think? You fix this. You fix the three. It's it's hard to say position. Like I need to know players. You know, like it's I hard know. To... I'm, that's I know. It, it's y'all are going to hate the question because it, he's basically saying which of those three positions it's do more, you think is more important? Let me ask you this: oh, right. Tillery. You take Tillery over. Over whatever second round, I'm trying to think of a second round safety that I saw. Like a Juan Thornhill, maybe? Yeah, you know, a... I've, I've only done a few of those safeties, but I don't have anybody. Adderley is the one guy I've done. Yeah. But, okay, Tillery. And then uh, who else are we talking about? Tight end? Yeah. Which okay. I have... Sternberger? I, I, I would... Oh, from uh, A&M? Okay, yeah. And yeah. the question you... You probably like you said. Tillery's what's a bad more guy, right? Is something going on with Tillery? There's character stuff, yeah. Oh, um, which one is he? Sorry, Notre, Dame. Name. Notre, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I would lean D tackle in terms of. I think they're importance. a mess here right now. Right, and not because they got gashed in against Colts and Rams. No, I hear you. They need they need depth there, and that well, or preferably a better starter. Malik Collins is in a contract year. Like I get it. I'm not he's saying you're bang- wrong. He's been banged up, playing as best he can, banged up. But you got the human log in there playing well too. True, and you know? I, I feel Antoine good about, Woods. I'm sorry if you're new to our show. I feel good about this year's D tackle class. Where if I don't get a guy in the second round, I feel good about the guy in the third. Ah. If I can get Dalen Mack in the third round, ah. if I can get Daniel, Kent's Wise, gonna be real happy because he's gonna put up some Dalen Mack highlights for you right here. Dalen Mack, I, 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 mean, I bet you he does that. Aggies fans you're watching along with us. Aggies now. fans know all about him. A guy who. Was highly recruited, didn't sure. really live up to it. Watch that. See, yeah. There it is. The yeah. way he played this year and at the Senior Bowl, uh, you know, it's again my J- Javon Hargrave comparison. I think makes yeah. sense. Also, I know. I mean, the difference between fifty-eight and sixty-seven is not much. I understand that. That's where Malik Collins was drafted. Right. But I I got to see the Cowboys use their first available pick on a defensive tackle. Oh, they won't to believe that they would. do They it. would never use a first round pick on a defensive That's, tackle. Which, but, but, and, they're, but they're smart if they do because no, I well are they? Well, it depends because I mean the Vita Vea the Vita Vea pick that is was a not, first round pick. Yeah. Okay. Not looking great you, you right now. Or, for that last year, not looking great right but, now. Did I kill you on the Vita Vea? 
Yeah, I, I did. I you're not, right. you're, don't don't dr- don't use a first round pick on a guy who can only play two downs. You didn't exactly. like Vita Vey. You're right. No, you're right. No, I just if I'm going to take a defensive tackle you, in the first gold, round, you give want me a gold, pass rush. You want a cookie or a gold star? I need pass rush. That's my point. Okay, give me pass rush. Give you pass rush. And so that's why it, you know. So you would rather take one of these defensive ends than than say a defensive tackle, like Burns. Well, no, from but Florida State. If I'm taking a defensive Ooh, tackle, I like him. Okay, and Ed Oliver, Christian Wilkins, Draymond Jones, like yeah, they make sense yeah, in the first round. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine waiting till the third or fourth round to deal with that. How about yeah, you said we didn't mention Wren. Ooh, Wren, 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 he had a good week. Wren, in Wren, Wren and Saunders. We talked about him a Kalen little bit. Saunders, yeah, Kalen Saunders helped himself. So did last year? Weren't there a bunch of really good one techniques we kept shilling for? Yes, we kept shilling for. Remember yeah. the draft coverage? We're like. Well, they got to take Puna Ford here, don't they? Hmm. Puna Ford. I said Puna Ford's name seventy-five times. Had a pretty day. decent. Had a pretty decent little season for the Seahawks as an undrafted. As an undrafted. Free agent. Yeah, but as we're trying desperately, you saw that one coming. Hmm. Well, what Seahawks or, or us? Well, just I mean, not just, Dane. Dane Brugler. Most of Brian us on, brought us. Yeah, most of us on the outside. Puna Ford had good tape. He's a good player. He just did, didn't. We saw check him live. Yeah. We saw him live. He's short. That's yeah, it. Exactly. That's D, it. D tackle for this team is the the great. The great vexation, like it's it's going to be a yearly thing. What? Yeah, I know that that's a big polar word for, vo- polar vexation. Big word for you. I mean, if I went to the he, same place you would, he could have made that up, and I'd be oh yeah, yeah it sounds exactly. right. Come on, guys, yeah. frustration. It's a frustrating thing to talk about. Okay, thanks, Dave. You can talk about it till you're blue in the face. We are blue in the face. That doesn't mean they're going to change the way they see it. I, I I like I said, I would have to see them use 58 on a D tackle to believe it, and not it's not saying that they won't or they can't, but I just got to see it. I just what, I, what position yeah. would surprise you at fifty eight? I mean, I'm not saying oh, take out quarterback, take quarterback out of the mix. On it, I wrote about that this week. Is nothing? They are running back, running back. That would what not I was wouldn't surprise me at all. Would not surprise me at all. Mm. They did. They got nothing from their backups this yeah. year. And and look around the league at at what some of these backup running backs are doing. I mean, Alvin Kamara, strictly speaking, is a backup. He's a third round pick. Yeah. You get you get a guy with a different skill set than Zeke who can run inside but also catch the ball. Uh, Curtis Samuel comes to mind. Like mm-hmm. there are guys out there who who could complement Zeke. Who you know it actually makes sense to take Zeke off the field from time to time instead mm-hmm. of you know you take Zeke off the field on this team right now. You're like oh my god, what are they doing? Like yeah. what who's who's what what's going on? Whereas if you were to spend that pick on a guy to help Zeke, all of a sudden that looks pretty nice. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. Wow. That would surprise. Not saying. Not saying. I think there's better ways you can use that. You, would, you, would you? Would you bash him if they took a running back at 58? Absolutely, absolutely. I would. I it's, knew he it's would. A, it's poor use of your assets resources. management. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, and if they got Devin Singletary, who's my number two back, and a top, oh gosh, they did that. If you picks, bash them for Singletary, I'd bash you. Well, he's he's, he's like a LaShawn McCoy type of player. Damn I'm right a, he is. I'm oh, a, so fan. NFL he's rushing champion. <laughs> he's that type of player, right? He's really good. But again, we talk about. Using your assets, I don't think it's a wise move. I mean, he's only going to get X amount of touches. And yeah. unless you are already, if you're saying, okay, you know what? We're going to move on from Zeke when his contract's up. Oh, you know, like maybe if you're thinking that far ahead, yeah. maybe. I, but, I don't know, man. I, just, yeah. I, I know it's it's dumb to compare even, but like it's working pretty well for Ingram and Kamara. And we'll see like if Ingram has a future in New Orleans because his contract. Zeke You're also banking so on drafting Kamara at 50. Sure. This sure. Zeke got so beat up. That's, that's, like, a, that's so like a team saying, up. we'll wait till the fourth to get Dak. Do I think, huh. 
do I, I tried do, to trade him earlier. You didn't want to do that. I do not think pick 58 <laughs> would be the best. I don't think that would be the best way to use pick 58. Right. But I would not be shocked, especially yeah. if it fell that way. If yeah. the absolute best player on your board was a running back, mm-hmm. especially you're supposedly bringing in a new young offensive coordinator uh, who's going to shake things up. Uh-huh. Like, well, maybe, hey, Kellen Moore, All right, do something with this badass look, running back. Look at the Rams, the team in the Super Bowl. Todd Gurley went down. They signed C.J. Anderson off the streets. I, I hear you. Very good. Oh, I hear you. There's good an offensive arc. line there, too, by the way. Wait, sure. okay. I know. There's one here, too. We sucked today. We only answered, like, three questions. But I, I got to <laughs> I gotta get to one from Josh. Well, can we catch it after no, the break? No, no seriously. I, I, all right. No, no. Fine. I would catch okay. it. No, seriously. Let's just, just extend right. Twitter. What, on Twitter. Yeah, one more question. I, I do want to take a break because we owe that to our sponsors here. Okay, we'll all be right. right back in just a minute. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Fight thing then cutting the cord is scary but then i found out i could switch to direct tv now and still get the live sports i love no satellite needed no bulky hardware no annual contract just get the live sports you love try direct tv now for ten dollars a month for three months visit directtvnow.com direct tv now more for your thing that's our thing use code real deal limited time price for a little, little package after three months we use monthly at full price currently minimum forty dollars unless canceled prices may change new subscribers only cancel anytime content varies by package and may be limited restrictions apply it's time for tailgating with the otterbox boys the otterbox that builds those those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper Cooler? Yup, but please don't. And that's been tailgating with the OtterBox boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper... It's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. This is the DallasCowboys.com Draft Show. The Cowboys are on the clock. We're back here in the Draft Show from the SWBC Mortgage Studios. Brian Broaddus, Dane Burglar, David Hellman, Kit Garrison, executive producer. Again, thanks everybody out there that's hanging out with us today. And we'll, we'll hang out with us later on. Uh, we hope we'll get into all your, uh, your questions, your names, things like that. Dave, uh, news. Tom yeah. Pelissari. Yeah, well, our buddy uh, Tom Pelissero with so, excuse me, NFL yeah. Network. No, yeah. you're good. Um, you know, it's Super Bowl week, but draft news never stops. So, you know, the rule that the uh, the NFL put in place, you know, they can bar you from the combine for past violence incidents. Right. Um, 
Joe Mixon. Joe, Joe Mixon, Mixon was yeah, the most famous wrote a story one, so, about that. Yeah, uh, it sounds like as he's reporting, there's only two known guys that 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 applies to this year, and it's uh, it's Mississippi State D tackle Jeffrey Simmons and Colorado State receiver Preston Williams as they're not being invited to the combine. Dane, I'm positive you can tell me about Williams. I think anybody that follows the draft knows that Simmons is, you know, a top 10, 15. He's my second defensive tackle he's, behind Williams he's from Alabama. Big, he's a yeah. big-time prospect, so that's yeah. definitely something to keep an eye on. This is a dumb rule. Like, not trying to justify anything, bad bad decision they made. Yeah. But the combine is for a chance for these teams to, it's, to figure these guys out, you yeah. know, and part, part of it's the interview process. And so – What's doing is making extra work for the teams to go. It's not like they're gonna a team's not gonna draft one of these guys because they're not at the combine. Not being at the combine is not gonna change anything for these teams looking at these players. Now that this bad decision, it's their way of making a stand. And I I get you. I'm not. uh, I'm not. It's a byproduct of the the combine has become so much more than the combine. It is. It has. Yeah. It is the must see event of the NFL offseason. There's live television. You know, for people that aren't true draft nicks, it's the first time you become start hearing the names. Any of these guys and. And it's it's glorified to a degree, you know, like NFL Network's at the Super Bowl. They're interviewing all these guys. They do the same thing at the Combine. And it's a bad look for the league to have these guys there getting this publicity. But at the end of the day, I do agree with you. That's not the point. They don't want the domestic violence questions being well, asked. Well, they, they don't they don't want those guys to get the publicity and the potential glorification, I guess. And, and They'll get it on draft, eh? Of course they will. But Simmons is still going to be a first-round pick. Of course he is. But to your point is that's what the NFL does. Like yeah. they they do everything they can to make all of their events not about the league, if that makes sense. Right. You know, like they don't care that these teams need to get these guys' information and make as informed a decision. That's as possible. always been that way. It cares they care about what it looks like for them. And right. so you know, like, well, sorry, you're gonna have to go to Starkville and figure this out for yourself. Yeah. And and, and teams will. All yeah. I mean, all thirty two teams are gonna go I guess do at, their digging and find out homework. And, I think it's stupid because it undermines the true purpose of the combine. That's exactly that's that's my point. But at the same time, these teams have infinite resources to spend, and none of them are going to bat an eyelash at flying a guy to Starkville. No, so no, 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 no. Of course, they'll take care of it. Right. No, it's it's more PR than anything. But it, yeah, it's, it, it is a it is a vapid. Not sorry to use another SAT word on you, but it's it's just pure PR. Like that, it, it, it's it, pure. They only is. care about the looks. Yes, and. I'm sure it's frustrating for the 32 staffs that have to try to get a beat on these guys. And everybody but. can see through it. Like, Well, I mean, and the combine has always been the place where the head coach now has a chance to talk to you. Mm-hmm. The general manager. What if their general manager doesn't go on the road? You know, there's right. some teams that have general managers or directors of player personnel that, that don't go on the road. And mm-hmm. so now you're taking that opportunity away from, you know, and maybe in a pre-combine meeting, someone goes – Oh, this is Kid Simmons from Mississippi State. Oh, man, tape looks great. Well, yeah, he's got problems, though. What kind of problems? Oh, we got this hanging over. Not okay, only that, are we, we going to get to talk to this guy? Oh, no, we, we can't because they're not bringing him to the combine. And now you're, now you're in a mode where you're going, okay, why? Why are they not bringing him to the combine? You know, so, and both uh, it's, it's both players were arrested for physical altercations with a woman. Yeah. Uh, Simmons in 2016, Williams in 2017. Yeah. And Williams, Preston Williams, he was a top recruit out of uh, – went to Tennessee, uh, didn't last long, transferred to Colorado State. He got in trouble at Tennessee, got in trouble at Colorado State. Uh, he'll be off draft boards, uh, a lot of draft boards, and we be if it wasn't for the off field, we'd be talking about him as a first round pick. Yeah, 
he's that type of talent. Um, so is he like our Florida guy last year that Cal- Dorsey took? Callaway. Callaway. Yeah, I thought I didn't think Callaway was like a. For, I thought he was like a second rounder. Yeah, but but he was a high up there guy, guy. Yeah, yeah. But this guy's a first round pick. This guy's a first round talent. Um, it, it just it's the off fields. It's it's that bad. So good chance he doesn't go top one hundred, and someone will take a chance on on day, day three. three, the criminal round, fourth round, probably. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. That's it's. I struggle. My to, team. I struggle to find. <laughs> yeah, they are. I struggle to find the balance. But I mean, I on one side, I want to give the NFL some kudos because I think that's that's important. They're drawing the line. It's important to highlight that. I think it's important that people know these things about these types of players. But again, the combine was not created to be a publicity event. Not at all. You're actually hindering the purpose of it by not letting guys come to it. When I sat there in 1992 and went for my first combine, I I would have never, ever, ever dreamed that this was going to be on TV. Hmm. Never. At the end of the day, like I, I... I already said this, but I agree with Dane that it's pretty dumb. But these teams have such a ridiculous budget. Yeah, no, they will dig up stuff. Oh, we waste money on all the time. Yeah, stupid things. It's not going to stop anybody from deciding whether or not they want to draft Simmons or Williams. Do you have a question? You said you had a question to carry over that we wanted to get to. Just purely selfish. Purely selfish. Uh, Josh. Josh wants to know a a player I like a lot. uh, Little Jordan Humphrey Mm. out of Texas. Hmm. Need to watch him today, Dane. Can he play in the slot, Dane? I've seen him, but let's watch him today. No, I I need to watch him today. Can he play in the slot, Dane? It's all he played in Texas. Let's go! I mean, he's... Bring him. He's that all the slot receiver. He's that big slot receiver. Have you ever seen this guy? I've seen him. I mean, just anecdotally. You know, like, I'll turn on a Texas game. I watch the Sugar Bowl. He makes makes plays. He's not not a typical slot receiver. No, not at all. And, And I don't know... Why do you think he has so much success in the slot? I think he's really good at high pointing. I think he's really good at you know catching balls over DBs. Um, and so a lot of times, especially in the Big Twelve, if he's against uh, going against yeah. a linebacker, Dane always throws that in there. Going to, sorry, going to, uh, against a safety. Yeah, I mean he can out physical those guys. Um, so he really did all, most of his damage out of the slot. High catch rate, not a lot of drops. He's not going to help you a lot in the red. He didn't have a lot of red zone. Uh, pr- uh, production out of the much slot burst there. That, you wouldn't think it because no. he doesn't have he doesn't have quickness. It really is about extension yeah. and reach, size, yeah. and size that makes him so good in the slot. Yeah, he I mean, I just TV scouting point. right now. Yeah, you know? no, he has a knack for you know getting it at the highest point over the DB, and that's that's his game. And so I do have some questions about how it's going to exactly translate to the NFL. But uh, yeah, let's dig into him deeper today. Yeah. yeah. Player, yeah. Well, you kind of just put a blanket on my enthusiasm, but that's okay. Why is that? Why? Why? We just put- well, you think about if you're drafting a receiver that's really going to help Dak Prescott. You need a guy like this guy catches the football. That'll help Dak Prescott. Sure as hell catches the football. But I'm, you, I'm talking about a guy who can generate a ton of separation with his route running. We talked about that with Michael Gallup, did we not? That's the strength of Amari Cooper's. Oh, sure. And we talked about this last year, like you know, going back to Laquan Treadwell. Weren't we like enough of the Enough of the guy that's just going to out-athlete you. Give me a technician. And that, based on everything Dane just said, that doesn't really sound like well, Jordan Humphrey's game. Not yet. And you saw him. He was, what, a running back? At- I watched. I did his game when he was at Southlake. Yeah. He was a running back in like, uh, when I was doing Coppell High School football, and they were playing South, uh, Southlake Carroll. And it's always tough when you talk about 
unrefined receivers. You know, yeah. McCole Hardman, a guy that we've talked about earlier today out of Georgia. He was his a, route. I mean, he, there, he was, there are no routes there. He was an option quarterback in high oh, school. Oh yeah, he can run though. My uh, gosh, can oh, he run? Speed is ridiculous. It is he, ridiculous. If you're undersized, you're underfined. You better be an elite athlete. He is, an, and I don't he, use the word elite a lot. He is an elite athlete. He kills the angles. You you can't get an angle oh. on him. No pursuit he, angles. Forget he, yeah, about it. Yeah, if you're a safety, you're trying to rally to get to him. No. It it just doesn't happen. That's why I'm I'm keeping him in the slot and trying to develop him there. I'd love to. See, I'm I'm a, but if the I'm hands a scout, are bad. No, I'm, and he can help as a return man. Yeah, he he set the Georgia record this past year for uh, I think he averaged 20 yards per punt return. That's okay, yeah. right? Yeah. If I'm a scout and I'm going to work him out, I'm working him out a corner as well, just to see how he does. What's his pedal look like? What can he do? He did this on purpose. Give me lead. Oh athlete. no, this is scout man coming out of him now. He's scout. I'd love He's to see kid. it. You think he okay? You think he'd be better slot player or better corner? I'm keeping him at that corner, or I'm in the slot. I'm gonna keep him with the ball in his hands. That's right. where he can be most explosive. Sure, but again, I'm also working him out of corner just to see what I have. Because if it doesn't work out at wide, at wide receiver, if the routes don't happen, yeah, because see, just the route running is just not there. It's like him just getting yeah. open or trying to find space to get open. I think the combination got, routes and things like that. He played corner his freshman year at Georgia, and then yeah. I think they got a little impatient because he wanted the ball. He this is a guy not used to not having the ball again. Yeah. Quarterback in high school for four seasons. He was not used to not having the football. A season at Georgia's freshman year, not getting the football kind of bothered him. They moved the wide receiver, and I mean, there was a lot of mouths to feed on that offense. So, Riley Ridley, McCole Hardman, not a lot of production, but well, both those guys can play. Too. Gosh, Ridley. Bring him on. Different from his brother, though. Bring him on. Different he, looking well, guy. Right, Physically he, different looking guy. I, I did a little bit of research on this. Uh, the last wide receiver drafted, top 50. Who did not have a single season of 600 receiving yards or more in college? Any any guesses? Oh boy, uh, you're not going to get it. Uh, I'll just just write us off like sorry. that. Then no. To, uh, all right, I'll give you a year. I think it was 2008. Hmm. Uh, Virginia Tech. Eddie Royal, very good. Had a nice NFL career though. He did. He did. Eddie Royal, good looking guy physically too. Yeah. He never had six over 600 yards receiving at Virginia Tech, and he went. Somewhere in the forties, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so it Denver? hasn't happened. Yeah. You go to Denver. Yeah. yeah. Denver. It, ha- it doesn't happen often. Denver. You know, with that lack of production, but Riley really could do it this year. I, I don't think Hardman's going to get in the top fifty, uh, but he did not have six hundred yards receiving in any season mm. uh, at Georgia. So uh, those Georgia receivers are really, really interesting, and there'll be a little bit of a divide between the guys that value production and the guys that value the traits. In the last two minutes, what position? Has gives you the most confidence in the first round. If you had to take of all of your first round grades, what position? Pass rusher. This is the pass rushers. Yeah. Everything I've heard is more defensive tackle. Which I mean, technically they rush the passer too. But uh, give me the so, edge, guys. So, I think so you're saying edge, yeah. Bosa, Allen, Sweat, Farrell, that kind of group, and then Polite, Burns, and, I know. and Polite. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Give me Bosa to me. I don't. Better than Williams, Simmons, and Wilkins, right? Bosa's the best player in the draft. All right, like that's done deal. Forget about it. Yeah, he is the best player in the draft. Okay, so you start with that, and then you get Josh Allen. Like, I like Josh Allen. I don't. He's going to go high. He might go two or three in this draft. I think there's a big drop off after Bosa and Williams. I think Quinn and Williams from Alabama. Those two guys are number one and two, and then there's a drop off. Like, in this, this draft doesn't really have a lot of. You know, guys Simmons. That, you, you didn't. You, I mean, we just talked about Simmons a bunch. Yeah, I think he he belongs in the top ten. But this draft doesn't have a lot of guys that you think are no brainer top seven eight picks. Yeah, I think Bosa and Williams both qualify as no brainer top seven or eight picks. 
After that, there's some question marks. Where do you put the cornerbacks in this draft? Murph, Murphy, Baker, Greedy Williams. Greedy Williams. Where do you put those guys? I don't know. I, I they I struggle with both of them. Well, Greedy and, and so you, you're, you're not. Yeah, you're not. You're I, not. I like them, but it's just they play an important position, and I there's things I like about both of them. I just wonder, like neither of them have a higher grade than like a Denzel Ward from last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're true top 10 guys, but they're going to get pushed up because, again, this draft doesn't have a lot of true top 10 players. So yeah. they get pushed up, but how much? Forget quarterback because it's always separate. But right. what's the worst position at the top of the board? It seems like it would be inside rec- linebacker. I was thinking receiver. There's no receivers if we th- if we're right. Am I receiver right about that? And, honestly, no, some- I didn't have a first round receiver unless you unless you really like it. maybe safety, Har- right? Harmon. Safety and receiver. I think well, we're running back. Um, yeah, yeah, true too. I mean, Josh Jacobs, I think Jacobs is Jacobs guy. Yeah, yeah. If you um, need an offensive playmaker in this draft, how pissed off are you right now? I don't, honestly, there are a lot of teams, not a lot, but there. I know there are some teams who look at Mark uh, Marquise Brown from Oklahoma and see a top fifteen pick. Yeah, just the explosiveness. Yeah, he's like the kid that out of Notre Dame that Houston took, right? I mean, would that be the comparable oh, player? Right, Will uh, Fuller. Will, Will Fuller, Fuller kind of, yeah, his entire yeah, career yeah, because he weighs hundred. But that type of player, pounds. slight. He's Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun, That's what he is. Oh man, Oof. which you Oof. know, and it's not just the speed, but it's the tracking skill. Yeah, he can, yeah. he's a true, legit deep threat. Yeah. And then DK Metcalf, he's a freak. He's six yeah. four, two hundred, you know, almost two hundred thirty pounds. Yeah, he's gonna run a four four. Right, and you know, he's unrefined. He needs to be better at the catch point, but man. The freakish qualities give a huge I'm, upside. I'm, I'm loving not, these inside linebackers with Devin White and Wilson, Alabama. There's Those another one. guys. There's another inside linebacker that's getting. Oh, he told you about the kid from Hawaii. No, 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 no. I'm talking about first, Devin Bush. Circum- yes, Bush. He's an Thank outside you. guy. I think. I think he's an outside guy. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he's if he was two inches taller and longer, he'd be, we'd be talking about him top ten. Yeah. He's legit. God, his time goes fast. I think Devin could play Will, couldn't he? Yeah, he's got the speed to do yeah, it. Yeah, I think he's he fast as hell. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, I, I keep him at Mike. I don't. I worry about him in coverage a little bit, but yeah, yeah, that's fair. He ripped that ball out of that Williams kid hand in a playmaker man. As a playmaker, yes. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for the day. God, I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> I look forward to this so much every week. Tell Derek to do two. Yeah, uh, we're, we're fine. We're good. We're good. It's hard. It's hard. We're trying to. We're trying to. We're trying to ease our, into this. We're off trying to season. ease into this off season. But uh, no, the draft never rests. So we're, we're going to keep going after it. Again, thanks everybody out there for joining us. Again, if you're new, we thank you. We appreciate you. We hope you come back next week and see us. And uh, make sure though uh, you're following along with uh, from Dane Brugler, always tweeting out some good things. Old DP Brugler, Dave Hellman, Kent Garris, I'm Brian Brust. We'll see you next Thursday at 11 a.m. for another episode of The Draft Show. So stay tuned. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?